Lambie, love you. You are already a victim. Like your life already sucks because of what these guys did to you. I need Lambie to be found dead. Everybody's it's a mercy killing of Lambie. Yes. Yeah. Everybody's <laughs> life kind of sucks because of Lena Dunham. Hashtag find to an extent. Hashtag find Lambie dead. <laughs> Everybody's walking into a fucking trap right now with this Taylor Swift song. Uh, I don't think they are. Yes, they are. They're not. Uh, this, this song, song is not good. It's what fucking songs on 1989 were great? Uh, Some. You, I know you're going to answer it for me. You did a lot of work. Uh, I wasn't even trying to reference that. Shake it off is yes, I know. Awful. Shake, yes, shake I know. it off is shake terrible. it off was not a good song. This song is terrible. The this isn't. I what I like about this is this could be the death knell for Jack Antonoff. But the song is, once you listen to the song like three times, it's kind of hot. No, it's not. Yes, it's it not. is. It's not. It's not. Yeah. You convince yourself that it's a good song. No. You shouldn't have to convince yourself that this is a good song. Oh, my God. That's what fucking pop music is. When the song no, came out, the song came out, as I was listening to it, I was fucking laser focused. You texted me. I wasn't, I wasn't checking Twitter. You texted me saying like, wow, this song is so bad. I blocked that shit out. I said, DJ focus you've been training for this moment this is she, you've been thrown for a loop she's throwing us all for a loop she's not coming out with the fucking verse chorus verse chorus bridge uh drop chorus songs over she came out with a bunch of fucking garbage ass noise all mixed together it's herky-jerky it's disjointed it's not at all what top 40 is supposed to be it fucking reeks of jack antonoff which makes me want to kill myself but all things considered i was like all right just rationally just hear each part bit by bit let's add this all up the verse is fucking lame that's fine at least the verse or the chorus of every taylor swift song is bad all of it's lame no it's not all of it is lame the chorus is fucking juicy i love it no it's not that's like a sexy ass chorus none of it fits like maybe if it was in a different song and it was all packaged together well, you could say that that was a juicy fucking. Chorus. That's why I like it because it's such a fucking hard left. It's like she. It's like she. It's so frustrating because she can work with the best of the best in terms of producers. And she keeps and fucking choosing everybody it, now <laughs> is just choosing Jack Antonoff. Yeah, not only that, it's just like she can work with the best of the best. She has every. Every resource at her disposal. Yes. And it's basically like she took uh, like parts of eight different cars and tried to assemble her own car and make like a make like a supercar. Well and it's it just doesn't work. It doesn't so drive. You're she's it doesn't like, drive. So you're saying she's like the Beatles. She has her little Abbey Road suite. That's what they did. So I agree that this song is as good as a Beatles song. <laughs> Fuck you. Like, this, so, it's, no, like, it's so confusing because you keep saying that this song is garbage. This song is totally disjointed. But this I song can is fuck trash. What the fuck? <laughs> it doesn't make it a good song. The, I'm not saying that it's a great song, but like the, the the whole like I don't enjoy this. Someone someone tweeted at me and was like, "Well, at least shake it off. You could dance to fucking catch me on the dance floor in that second you chorus." I can song. see. Oh my it's god! All I can over fucking, the place. You, you can, can maybe d- I can you can maybe dance doing, for like ten seconds at a time, I can honestly, and then it takes a hard laugh. I can see myself racing across the dance floor, back and forth, fucking MC Hammer <laughs> style during that second chorus when the hi hats doing like that super nineties. Like, by the time you get to the dance floor. It's a song that you can't dance to anymore. Oh, no. That song, like, so the first chorus, uh, so the first verse is you're walking out there, you're like, oh, they're playing my song. 
the fucking pre-chorus, the but I got that you're doing some of those big hand claps, and then by the time it gets to the chorus, the first chorus even without the fucking hi hats going crazy, the first chorus like that's some like bumping and grinding shit. That is some that's some like all right, we moving. I'm just confused because you keep comparing it to uh, Shake It Off and you In terms of them both being bad songs. Yes. And you just said... I like Shake It Off. It's the worst song ever. (laughs) But that's why I like it. It's a a bad song that you can vibe with. I was just going to say, like, I'm just confused because you just published a uh, ranking of 1989 songs or tiers of 1989 songs and you put... Shake it off in a category called worse than bad. Yeah, and I was now, planning and now, on. And now you're like, oh, this song's pr- this song's pretty good. It's yeah. like it's like shake it off. I'm not saying it's pretty good. I'm saying like, how are we gonna fuck with shake it off? And we're not gonna fuck with this. That make because, that makes no sense because shake it off at least packaged itself in a shiny manner. What song is like both of these songs in some way? I just I don't know how, but they're both racist. What song is more racist? Shake it off or uh, look what you made me do? I would imagine look what you made me do because it's oh, more of like cultural I appropriation, off. I guess. I think like that she's trying to to be like hard and trying to do like a hip hoppy ish thing. Yeah, but she's doing it by fucking uh, copping right said Fred. So like <laughs> nobody's like <laughs> nobody's like ah oh, shit right said Fred. Those fuckers were hard. Those guys were too sexy, if you think about it. Um, yeah, uh, we, I, we were supposed to talk about this. This is uh, your fu- your fucking brainchild. A great idea. We've added a blog section. We've pivoted to print. Yes, what a what a trendy move on our part. Yes, we're uh, we're Boston sports journaling, <laughs> except without the subscription. I we actually like it. the idea no, of charging a subscription. Like this could be we could do brunch insider. Ooh, and like. Every now and then, like we'll we'll scroll through our text blind and do a screen grab and post that, and like you pay five dollars a month to every now and then get a little behind the scenes. <laughs> that sounds like the worst. Which deal on never the of us would fucking do. Uh, actually, part of uh, part of this blog, uh, Jeff's going to be writing. Patrick doesn't know this yet. We haven't spoken to him yet, but he's going to be doing some TV stuff. <laughs> okay. Um, we're both just going to be doing uh, what we see fit. My concern when you brought it up was, uh, like all good ideas that we have, it's going to get abandoned at some point. And I was like, I just don't want to have this fucking thing sitting there collecting cobwebs. And between one of us being unemployed and another one of us uh, being quite uh, persistent in getting their points across, I think that we're actually the last two people that would let this collect cobwebs. Yeah. If I think if anything, like one of us is just going to feverishly keep it's it gonna alive. It's going to be too much. E- yeah. Right? Uh, so uh, I'm excited about it. You did your Taylor Swift uh, tears for mm-hmm. 1989. I my first thing coming up is a uh, 500 Days of Summer deep dive. Basically, I don't want to say it, but I, I kind of went long. Yeah. Oh, like I went long on 500 Days of Summer. Um, I'm excited about it. So, uh, and Jeff's going to be doing a little bit of a written whispering. We should. We've discussed along uh, all uh, many a time uh, putting together some a package of things to use gift wise that that we kind of shoot ourselves. Not like oh, when such and such happens, then you fucking take a clip from Friends. Uh, us making things for exactly specific uh, moments, feelings, occurrences. I think that we need to make a, for this sake of this blog, we need to make a gif of us with howlers. 
uh, for I went long. <laughs> yes, that's a good a idea. A person running to, and to, then the other person bombing it over their head. It's a really, the, really good idea. Uh oh, Pete went long. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. We idea. should fucking celebrate when someone goes long. Absolutely. Like, uh, oh I'm, shit! Did you hear about Pete? What happened? Did he get a job? No. You went, you went long. long. <laughs> Better. You went long. Uh, I'm excited about it. So uh, basically, if you want to check that out. You can just go to the website. It's listen to brunch.com. That's where our merch is. Mm-hmm. And now that's where our blog is. Yeah, it's pretty it's exciting. And if uh, you're wondering how this, this is also kind of a, an EEI move. WEI.com kind of changed their website to make it less about sports and more about WEI. <laughs> We're making it now so brunch and its website will be a fucking vicious cycle of content feeding itself. There'll yes. be content off of uh, what we're talking about. We'll be talking about stuff on the blog that will then turn into content for us. We are completely, what's the word when uh, you're self-sustaining? Yes. We don't need anything. We don't yes. need any more movies. We don't need anything. We're just going to keep giving takes and then reacting this to our takes. podcast is a podcast about our blog, and the yes. blog is a, pod- is a blog about the podcast. Totally. And we'll start off things with... Now, Pete, you wrote something on <laughs> listentobrunch.com. Why don't you tell us about it? And you say, yeah. I, uh, a little preface. I went long. <laughs> and then we'll sound the alarm. <laughs> oh, the shit. The Nerf alarm. Uh, yes. Uh, we're going to talk about the... Uh, we're going to talk about Taylor Swift with Feidelberg because he uh, he had about a minute long video reaction to look look what you made me do and Which that thing frankly like went viral that thing cooked oh did yeah, it yeah really I was like, going to just say were, it was really really good no there were people that were like sharing it being like protect this man at all costs did, uh, re- really right yeah. this is the the voice of our generation yes um we uh, before we get to Feidelberg uh, let's do our songs because if we don't do it now there's no way we'll ever get into it um I'll start. Uh, Listen to brunch.com, got the rankings of uh, Taylor Swift songs in tiers. Um, I did it in terms of what elite, great, uh, good, good enough, not very good, bad, and worse than bad, which is you can imagine uh, the last one is a one song category. Uh, but I'm putting on the playlist this week, I Know Places, because that's my favorite song on 1989. And going back and listening to it, for the sake of kind of ranking these songs, my thing was when I was writing it, I was like, I'm going to want to put I Know Places higher than it probably should be. And then when I listened to it again, I'm like, no, it actually should be really, really fucking high. It's a fucking brilliant song, and it's awesome. And I'm not like the biggest Ryan Tedder guy, uh, dude from One Republic, yep. but that guy can that, that guy puts in W-E-R-K. Like, I would much rather have someone working with uh, him on their song than fucking Jack Antonoff. So, I Know Places, I wrote a fucking nerdy thing about why I really like that song, but it's just, it's such a fucking good song. It's my favorite one on the album. So, I'm putting that on there. By the uh, way, I like that you included uh, the bonus tracks in your rankings, because if people, like, didn't buy the deluxe version of that album... They don't know that New Romantics fucks. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Like, for sure... All of her bonus tracks mm-hmm. on, uh, I think, what was what were the bonus tracks? It's uh, This Love, New Romantics. No, This Love is on the album. Is it really? Yeah. Uh, that just shows that like I can't tell what are the, the bonus yeah. tracks because the bonus tracks were fucking awesome. Yeah. All better than this garbage that she just put up. Well, uh, well sure. Uh, but no, th- this would not be the, this would be the second worst song on, or th- this would be song. last or second yeah. to last. This would be in the worse than bad category, though. Yes. Right? Okay. So yeah. I, that, that I will give you. Okay. But again, 
Bad Blood fucking sucked. It did. And yeah, I, I don't disagree with that. This song is be- this song for my purposes is better than Bad Blood because I am checked out of Bad Blood fucking three seconds in. You hear two seconds of Bad Blood, you could guess how a four-year-old would write the rest of the song, and that's how the rest of the fucking song goes. This at least keeps you on your toes. Yeah, at least she's a little bit of a wild card on this. And, like, I I, I still don't get... When it gets to the chorus, you don't do that... Like, you know this dance move? No. You really? You don't know this dance move? I know that dance move. I don't do it. Oh, I do. Yeah, I, I do the you. fucking, like, oh, look what you... Right, people, you the, you guys can hear the songs? dance move <laughs> what's right the now. Rest of your songs? Um, well, I was going to be really excited to fucking say that I got tickets to T-Pain's acoustic show at the Sinclair, but Axis, the AXS, the fucking, they put on a good Friday Night Lights festival, good for those guys. Their website can suck my fucking dick. I did everything I was supposed to. I was on there at 959, refreshing, 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 got in there, got tickets, they are ready to go, and then it was, did the fucking, uh, oh, your, your fucking you're thing expired. In, like, Click the, the boxes with the street seconds. sign you in it. give me a fucking timer. It was 10.01 when you told me it fucking expired. Really? Less than a minute? Yeah. If I wanted less than a minute, quite frankly, <laughs> I'd have sex. Exactly. It's <laughs> <laughs> like, you're, you'll finish for me. Uh, fucking terrible. So, and I hate to be one of those people because I love when I overhear people being like, I tried to get Billy Joel tickets, but you needed, they only give it to you if you fucking have a special credit card. And I'm like, bitch, I got that credit card. <laughs> Joke's on you. I'll be fucking front row. Suck my dick. I did everything I was supposed to fucking do. I deserve to be at that show. I'm going to go. I'm gonna, ha- but if I have to fucking pay f- out the nose for fucking StubHub shit, I'm gonna lose my mind. The cool thing is, you were you were calming me down. You're saying, "Sweetie, sweetie, sweetie, we're gonna get tickets. Right. Someone's just gonna give us tickets, and I love that. But I'm, and I thank whoever's gonna give us the tickets. But unnecessary. You shouldn't be having to do this. Yeah, you should. Uh, I understand that you're very upset because you were. Uh, Gung ho on going to the show, and you wanted to you wanted to get yourself in. That's yeah. how excited you are, right? Yes, I wanted to make sure that I didn't have to rely on nobody. I'm a guy with a blog about my podcast. No man. Exactly, I am self sufficient, <laughs> so I'm quite angry. But so I I had on there. I was going to put uh, Chris Brown and T Pain best love song. Okay, that's an awesome song. That song is. I won't fucking go into it, but like everyone loves the key change. But what's really cool about it is the pre-chorus. Uh, you know what's something that I often think about is sorry to interrupt, but uh, Joel Santana mm-hmm. made a song about basically having sex with with uh, with women mm-hmm. uh, and basically cool. like getting him back to his place or whatever. Nice uh, with like a sixteen-year-old Chris ba- Chris Brown. Oh yeah, well that Chris, was kind of weird. Chris Brown was one of those like. I'm fucking, I'm 12 and fucking, what, yeah. what? He, uh, like. Age is just a number. Right. Like, uh, he, like he wasn't Aaliyah just, did it. He wasn't, he wasn't just <laughs> fucking, he was, like, trying to fuck, like, adult women. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. He was, like. He was, like, it doesn't, doesn't matter that I'm 12. I'll like, gr- you. girls were coming up to him at the club yeah. when he was 12. Like, he was, like, he was, like, uh, bumping into side chicks at the <laughs> yeah. club when he was 12. Um, it kind of makes sense because, I mean, if you've seen Chris Brown's penis, hmm. that thing was As... probably like eight inches long when he was 12. So Yeah. Um, and, uh, yeah, like, Kiss Kiss 
Yeah. You're like, this guy's been around for 40 years, <laughs> and he has the, and I just turned 18, and I get a little. <laughs> yeah. You're like, you just turned like, 18? What? <laughs> like, you have like eight different hit songs about having sex. I was going to say, like, <laughs> dude, like you've been fucking for like 19 years. Good for you. Um, so I'm going to put Pest Love song. Uh, that's, that's just a fucking dope-ass song. Uh, and then the third song. For the blog, Jeff's going to be writing about uh, some of his whispers, okay. some of his recommendations. Uh, I'm going to put the original recommendation that I got from Jeff, which is a band from Australia called Alpine, and they are fucking awesome. They haven't put on an album in a couple years, but uh, they're great, and uh, Jeff Jeff had me... Uh, Jeff actually got me on the list to one of their concerts, oh. not to brag, hey. because he used to work for a company that worked with them, and... Uh, They've got a song called Gasoline that is just straight. Speaking of sex, that song is just sex in the purest form. So those are my three. Okay. Uh, I randomly stumbled across a band. Is it Lanny? Yeah, it's LA, New York. Yeah, okay. That's what it stands Mm -hmm. for? Okay. Uh, I like them. They're pretty good. They (laughs) reminded me of... uh, I've heard a band. (laughs) I've heard a band. I like them. And I Uh, enjoy them. They kind of remind me of of St. Lucia. Yeah, they're in that world. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I Love You So Bad. I'm going to add that song. It's abbreviated Mm. I-L-Y-S-B. And then... Big abbreviation. You know... Yeah, for sure. Uh, And you know what? I dislike this Taylor Swift song so much. That I'm going to add uh, E.T. by Katy Perry and Kanye West uh, to the playlist. Well, we'd be remiss if we didn't say Swish Swish is the is the uh, worst uh, fucking piece of garbage every, ever. Everything that t- uh, Katy Perry has done recently is just so, so bad. Uh, the, the chorus of Chain to the Rhythm is fun. Uh, okay, so Chain to the Rhythm, I like that song, yeah. actually, I will say. Uh, but... What's the one about? Well, generally, um, Katy Perry isn't that fucking good. No, she's not. Katy she, Perry has but, one elite song, and then like four. What's the elite song? Uh, Teenage Dream. Uh, I would just. I think California Girls. This is her best song. No, like like Teenage Dream is like actually she, she a has real bangers. good song. She has California t- Girls okay. is like that's that's a fun song. She but has Teenage Dream. She has California Girls. She has. Um, Et is like probably. Et, it's a Teenage good Dream is both Roar's her best there. song Roar's and my song. favorite. Uh, Roar's fine. Yeah. Yeah. She has some bangers, but she like she it's very obvious that she's just a run of the mill, like could be easily replaceable. Oh yeah. Well she's anybody not, she's can not make good. these bangers. Yeah. She is not good. Right. Um so I'm gonna add that song. And I'm also gonna add uh Paper Doll by John Mayer. Ooh, nice. Is... I was actually talking about John Mayer quite a bit with my pal Mark Bertrand oh, yeah? the other day because Mark Bertrand meets John Mayer. Kind of a lot. Really? Yeah, he knows what somebody at Columbia, and whenever John Mayer is in town, he like gets backstage and fucking meets him and takes pictures with him. He was at a show, or he, uh, John Mayer was playing the Mix House over the weekend or something. So, uh, because CBS, Sports Radio, and Mix are under the same parent company, um, Mark Bertrand and his wife went, I don't think I'm telling tales out of school here, but they went to the Beach House thing to watch his set. And uh, he was talking to uh, John Mayer's guitar tech, who was also Stevie Ray Vaughan's guitar tech. He's kind of this legend in the biz. So he was talking to this guy, picking his brain. And uh, then after John Mayer was done, they were like, hey, you want to help load the van? So Mark Bertrand has pictures of himself like walking out with John Mayer's guitars 
just that's that, amazing which is fucking grunt work to all yeah, those guys like, but yeah. that's one of those things if there were like a silent auction and it was like <laughs> you'd, you'd have you to get to be john mayer's fucking roadie <laughs> yeah. oh my fucking god thousands you, you get to bid on the opportunity to be john mayer's bitch boy yeah and i would absolutely put like my life savings to do that i would be his bitch anything <laughs> yeah i know uh yeah mark bertrand beetle uh what the fuck what man? up <laughs> yeah. yeah he actually told me he said what do you guys have coming up on brunch and I gave a very, uh, I gave like a very radio response. I was like, "Well, we're looking ahead to Taylor Swift, but first, we're taking one look back at 1989. We're gonna have the complete rankings in tears. Good, great. What do you got? Who's your favorite? Uh, we'll also be doing a little 500 Days of Summer, very topical. Who's the good guy? Who's the bad guy? Is there a good guy? And uh, I kind of went through that, and he was. I told you, he kind of did the like, of course, w- yeah, like, <laughs> why do you guys exist? Kind of laugh. But he was like, well. Tell Pete that I met John Mayer again. What a I was fucker. like, you've met John Mayer at all? <laughs> uh, what a bastard. But no. he said he would like to come on and talk some John Mayer with oh, us. Oh, absolutely. So uh, I declined. <laughs> I said, get in line. <laughs> but I would I would 100% do uh, yeah. some John Mayer talk with Beatle. Uh, so th- those are my three songs. Um, I don't know. Do you know the, the Paper Doll reference? Uh, paper do- uh, to, to, is that a Taylor Swift thing? Yeah, hmm. he uh, he wrote it, and there's a plenty of uh, plenty of lines in that song that are digs. At Was Taylor this Swift. during his uh, two and a half years of nonstop putting his foot in his mouth? Uh, it was after that. It was. It after, wasn't like, even two and a half years. It was like eight months that yeah. he just really fucking got it in there. No, it was like it was like two and a half years, but two of the years were basically like him uh, having. He had had like throat surgery, and he just like literally couldn't speak. Mm-hmm. So he didn't really have a choice. Uh, and then the other eight months was like he just went to Montana. <laughs> nice. I have a friend who lives in Montana. He Sounds like went cool. there for grad school, and he was like, "Well, this is awesome. Staying here. <laughs> All right, Feidelberg needs us." Okay. So, Fidelberg, uh, the album comes out November 10th, which is the day that Kanye's mom died. Uh, purposeful or not, her only move is to just double down and be like, yeah, I fucking did that because I hate Kanye's dead mother. You have to. There's like trying to pretend this is an accident. I saw some some explanations of it. I guess other albums of hers have come out on November 10th, and that's like her day. I, I didn't know that. I, I never recognized that. But you can't have your first single be about how much you hate a guy and then mock his merch and then drop an album on his like very famously dead mother's anniversary <laughs> and say, whoops, yeah. I didn't know. I mean, Taylor Swift's one of those people. She's been calculated forever. You can't have like someone would have caught that. The entire song is about like I'm not fucking forgetting a thing about you. Like I'm doing my homework, motherfucker. And then it's like, oh, by the way, catch that new album when you're thinking about your dead mom. That so she wants like a reason to celebrate like on that date. It's insane. I she's, but, but she's like fit for a straight guy, if she doesn't double down, she has so much fucking extra work she has to do. She got to like fucking change lyrics, re-record tracks, like do all this shit. If she's just like, fuck you, Kanye, you hurt me fuck your dead mom then people are gonna be like oh i guess this is like a real rap feud now it's it's, she's trying to be hard and she's trying to like carve herself out in that space this is a great way to take a like a big first step to just be like you know what i'm not fucking around your dead mom sucks right yeah she didn't she didn't do like the uh like i'm gonna fucking tiptoe in here she did the walked in said who's in charge and then fucking pulled out a gun and shot that person and they're like whoa he's just like filling in for the day that's not even like the main fucking guy 
But even like that, so calculated with her, like I don't believe anything she does is genuine. It just doesn't come off real. Even even just her doing the lyrics, like her lyrics try and sound tough. Nothing of her feels genuine. That's like her biggest problem. It's but never felt we, that way. But like, why do we need her to be genuine? Like, that's what I don't care about. When people are like, "Oh, the lyrics of the song suck," like. Have you ever fucking heard Welcome to New York? Have you heard half her fucking songs? They're so fucking cringeworthy. Most pop well, stars. Well, welcome to if, sorry. Most pop stars you can most pop stars you can tell that that's a package. Like that's a music industry package. It's not who they are. They're just put that way, put together that way to sell records. And I mean, like it's Taylor Swift has done it better than anybody else, but I mean she's not unlike pretty much everybody, especially Katy Perry. Right. Katy Perry sucks and she's just like put together as a sex symbol. Yeah. But that's but you could tell you could always tell that with Katy Perry, and that was like the her problem with her latest album flopping. Is like you knew she was just a product of the pop industry, mm-hmm. and that and that was fine. But Taylor Swift has always been like, well, she's a songwriter, you know, she's <laughs> right. she's emotional, and then and so she can suffer like a downturn. Like I'm already excited for her next album the comeback album from this shitty one like she can suffer a bad album and then be like okay maybe she'll salvage it Katy perry you always knew she just does bangers and if she can't do bangers anymore then there's nothing to her so that's that that's what i think that she did with this song i think that she wanted her first single to be a mess of shit and to get haters and to be like oh taylor swift is is out and then this she's fucking jj wadding right now she's giving herself an injury and then being like do i have to retire now it's like dude no one's fucking talking about you having to retire you're the fucking best player in the world you just had one fucking injury she's setting this up so people especially after like the fucking like hashtag taylor swift is over party she knows that people are reactionary people want to give up on her so she's like, all right, I'll just get, fucking enlist the most annoying fucking producer to make the worst fucking song I could possibly make. And then people will say she's done. And then she, you don't even need to wait for the next album to have the fucking comeback. November 10th, she's going to have like five songs with Max Martin on that thing. And we'll be like, oh, well, fuck. Taylor Swift recovered very well. It's all fucking calculated. All I right. saw that tweet from you last night. And I, I don't hate that idea like that. She did that. That would be. Yeah, it's, it's already tearing me apart inside having to like turn heel on turn and heel, but <laughs> I might have to. I'm like, I'm ready to accept it. I it's mean, the only, it's the only it, explanation. Though. There's no she way she did, accidentally she, came out with the most herky jo- jerky, disjointed mess of shit that's unlike anything she's ever done. There's no like, like you guys are saying, she has access to the fucking best and but, brightest, most like focus group oriented thing that just came out. Music. The thing that just came out said that she's being super secretive about this album. She's not letting anybody listen to it, like even the record label before she puts stuff out. And in that case, it's like, well, that was a mistake because they probably would have said no on this. Uh, but like, I I do think that there is a significant chance there's a bounce back because, like we said. Uh, Shake It Off was a terrible song. Yeah. Terrible song. And none of us were like, this album's going to suck. But people did. But the difference is people love Shake It Off anyway. People are going to love this. People are going to love this. No, they're not. People are going to. I mean, smart people are going to hear it like we did and be like, oh, so this is a terrible song. But she's Taylor Swift. She's still going to get 70% of queen mom responses versus the like, what the fuck is this? The, uh. I, I said this morning, like when when it first dropped last night, and then ABC was immediately tweeting it with all of the dramas, and yeah. ESPN's immediately tweeting it with the NFL highlights or college football highlights. 
Like she did what someone who knows they're releasing a shitty product would do with like the overmarketing, really pumping the fuck out of it, pre-selling it because you know you only have one shot at this. <laughs> and then when that, all that dropped, it's like she knew she didn't know it's piece of shit. Or she knew it was going to be hated. That that's the only reason why you would do that with like the pre-sale and stuff like that. Yeah, well, that's like stuff that chain smokers do. There's the chain no smokers like hook up CBS College Basketball before they drop their song <laughs> with fucking Coldplay. Right. But there's there's no way that she didn't know like the negative reaction was part was built into this whole fucking thing because to say that this is an unsafe choice is like such a fucking understatement yeah. because it is we were talking about the the 1989 uh songs looking back on those and I put shake it off in the in a category that's worse than bad this would go in that category on that album I don't think it's fucking accidental that she put out the worst possible shit she's ever done as the first thing. I kind of like the move and, and <laughs> because I'm me and because I like to, I like what's fucking, I do this with hockey all the time. If you arrive at a conclusion and I don't trust the way that you got there, I'm going to fucking be a real dick about it. And I'm going to get X's and O's on you. So when I saw everyone come out and be like, this song sounds like I'm too sexy. Like, well, what fucking gave it away? The part that she's fucking singing, I'm too sexy. Yes, this is what she's fucking doing. You idiots. So the fact that it got this reaction, I, I, I understand the reaction. I don't like the way that the reaction came out. I did mm-hmm. like the, the tweet this morning. I don't know if you saw oh it. When she I was steals gonna, the I was beat. just going to bring that girls. up. Yeah. What's that? The, you know how Katy Perry called her Regina George in a sheep's clothes? Oh, Yeah. That scene where Regina George is dressed, I think she's actually dressed as a bunny, but um, she's in a costume and like the, she Taylor Swift took the beat from that, and that's in this song. Yes, yeah, I saw that, and that so that I thought was a cool move. Uh, that's like the one thing about this song, and then like the the hi hats, yeah, the, that are like the only redeeming <laughs> qualities of this song. Do you guys care that? Um, so Jack Antonoff did a Jack few songs. Jack, oh Jack from Bleachers. Did you guys know? He's not fucking famous Jack Antonoff, boyfriend of Lena Dunham, guy from Fun, like fucking co-writer of Brave, like fucking massive celebrity. He's Jack from Bleachers. Um, I don't know who that is. I don't know what that is, but I've seen you say Jack Antonoff a lot. I don't really know. Dude, let me fill you in because I'm sure that we've talked about Jack a million times without ever actually saying who he is. So Jack Antonoff is the guitarist from Fun. He was in a band called Steel Train and then he was in Fun. And uh, after Fun took their hiatus, he have you heard Bleachers? No. So you you'd know one song by them. You'd know I want to get better. So he um he made that band, and it's just basically Basic him. Band, it's yeah. him trying to sound like noisy Bruce Springsteen. And then he uh, wrote and produced Brave by Sarah Bareilles. And okay. then he wrote and produced uh, Out of the Woods. Of the Woods yeah. Um, I wish you would and uh and fuck and then he did the entire lord album and our take is that he's okay but he should just go back to fun and shut the fuck up and go away forever because he's making taylor swift worse and he's making lord worse like i I think it's no fucking coincidence that lord's first album fucked and this follow-up is weak as shit it's because everything he does sounds the same and it's not necessarily good i wrote in the fucking thing that he has a lot of powers and he uses them for evil yeah, because he, he gets so fucking ramped yeah. up and he's like, what if I fucking put 10 more drums on here? And, and it he just doesn't sounds like utilize shit. the best parts of the people that he works with. Totally. What? So he's also Lena Dunham's uh, boyfriend 
and they've been together for quite some time. And here's what I like about this song. I think I've wanted this guy out of the picture for a long fucking time. I fucking I have a meltdown. What probably every two to three episodes about Jack Antonoff. I want him done. I want him out of the picture. Here's what I need to happen. I need this song to be a huge fucking flop. I need. Uh, I didn't want to say like a Dr. Luke Kesha thing because you don't fucking no. wish that on anyone. Here's what I want. Do you remember Lambie? No. Lambie was uh, Lena Dunham's dog that oh, she adopted. Yes. And she was like, he was this sweet, or like he came from a rough home and he's a terrible dog, and but he's got a good heart. So we just have to give him away. And the people who gave them the dog was like, yo, that dog was fine. And now he's a fucking monster. What did you guys do to him? Here's what I need to happen. I need Lambie to be found dead. <laughs> and I need Jack and Lena to both be fucking like, uh, what's the in fucking Annie Rooster and uh, his fucking wife. I need them to be found like these two were in cahoots. They killed this dog and I need them both to go away for a long time. A lot of people would be fucking happy. Music would be better. Fucking Odell Beckham Jr. would stop getting harassed. <laughs> Everything would be better. Lambie, love ya. You are already a victim. Like, your life already sucks because of what these guys did to you. I need Lambie to be found dead. It's a mercy killing of Lambie. Yeah. Yeah. Everybody's life kind of sucks because of Lena Dunham. Hashtag find. To an extent. Hashtag find Lambie dead. (laughs) I I knew you'd, like I said, I knew you'd you'd said Jack Antonoff. I've seen you talk about him a lot. I read your breakdown of, of 1989 today. And I was like, I don't know who the fuck this guy is, but he sounds like he sucks. And... As soon as you said he's Lena Dunham's boyfriend, I was like, this all makes fucking sense. <laughs> it's like, it, it was like just everything came into picture. I finally see it clearly now. Of course, Lena Dunham ruined everything. <laughs> <laughs> That's, you know what? That's true because they got together and I, you never want to say like, oh, this person's dating this person for the cameras or whatever. It'd be a weird fucking look anyway, but they got together at the height of fun and at the height of girls. So you could make the argument that Lena Dunham ruined everybody (laughs) because not by uh, since Jack's been with Lena, he's made fun. He's left fun. He's done all these fucking bad songs that I don't like. He's fucked with artists that I like. I need good pop music. That's all I fucking have. And he killed a dog. I can't have a bad (laughs) fucking Lord album. So I, there needs to be repercussions, and I don't want anything bad to happen to him. But if enough bad things have happened to Lambie already, hmm, let's have, let's have we need a fall guy. <laughs> this is like Game of Thrones shit, man. Like if Jamie and Cersei just don't fuck on a business trip back up at, at Winterfell, then nothing happens. Nothing bad happens for the next seven years. <laughs> if if Jack Antonoff and Lena Dunham don't get together. None of this gets ruined. She's Yoko Ono on steroids. She's Yoko Ono times a million. Oh, she didn't God. just ruin the Beatles. She ruined Taylor Swift, fun, and a dog's life. That's way more important than the Beatles. That's true. And now, like now that the kind of rumors out there that they killed Lambie, I like that we can just kind of have that out there. That you know, like this this poor dog is dead now. Well, Lambie's gonna die in like the next few years anyway because it's a dog and it's already kind of old. Mm. So when it happens, we can just pin it on them no matter what. Top ten Father John Misty tweet was uh, remember the news story about Taylor Swift being carried around in a box. Did you see that? Yes. No. yes. I don't remember. Oh, yeah. There was like the fucking uh, Vominos Pest, like big guitar oh, or yeah. big like equipment boxes. And it's two dudes holding it. 
and it's it was like exclusive taylor swift is in that fucking box and these guys are just carrying taylor swift around and that's how she moves around and uh <laughs> father john misty quote tweeted it with a hundred percent lambie in there <laughs> <laughs> fuck man lambie needs to be like the new harambe like d- the fucking memory of Lambie, who's probably alive, but but he's still just guilty by association. Like I love dogs. I yeah, fucking hate Lena Dunham's dog. Like if you live with Lena Dunham for if you live with Lena Dunham for over six seconds and didn't bite her face off, then you're probably not a very good dog. Yeah, that dog, by the way, that that they re- that's like a racist dog. Like after like the Odell Beckham Jr. thing, like that was a dog that like barked at black people. <laughs> it's a dog that you found in the street in Newport. Wouldn't steal it. No, Just leave it by itself in the middle of the street. I already told that story. I don't want to be vulgar. I might kick it. <laughs> I that story's reached the part where, like, but just between us all being blackout and it being a fucking year later, it's now reached the sweet spot where I've lied about enough parts of the story and like I've added in this like fucking struggle of like, well, what do we do? Well, we can't leave it alone. It's it's a it's it's gonna fucking die if we don't take it. So we carried it, and he came to us, and like I just add in all these fucking things, and it's it's a really great story. And then the end result's always the same, which is Feidelberg's blog, which is just like, <laughs> oh, a dog. Someone came back and was like, can you give us that dog back? <laughs> but oh, by the way, on the merch thing, I want to buy it all. I almost pre-ordered the hat I was last gonna, night. I was actually gonna ask Feidelberg, what's your how. What's your scale of m- copying the Pablo merch? Like, that's not a cool move, is it? Dude, Father John Misty did it. Yeah, but in like a mocking sense. And like, just to be like, I'm an asshole. I'm Father John Misty. This is hilarious. She's doing it to be like a dig. And it's not really a dig. No, it's as bad as a dig gets. It's just like, it's, I, I thought the Pablo merch, there was like, a, it did have a little bit of a life where it was cool to copy it. But now, now it's like, even for her reason. It's lame shit. And like, it's not subtle at all. Like there's no, she didn't try to sneak it in. It was very much obviously like, oh, this is her just trying to be an asshole to Kanye. Hmm. Yeah. There's, there's, well, there's no like subtlety to anything she does. Everything she does is just so obvious. She's very readable. That's, that's not true because we just talked about the Regina George thing. That is subtle. But she didn't fucking do that. That's because that's the only fucking part of that song Jack Antonoff didn't touch. (laughs) They're like, yo, like this song's pretty good, but what if we just took any noise from a movie and put that in instead of what you're doing right now, Jack? He's like, okay. That wasn't that. I'd love to even think that was Taylor Swift's idea. There's no shot that was Taylor Swift's idea. And that's why I don't believe that the thing about um, like she's not letting people listen to it because even like the, the intro of that song and just like the, the orchestration all that shit, I'm like, those two didn't come up with that by themselves. They needed a fucking adult in the room for at least part of this shit. <laughs> yeah. the, uh, the thing that like set me off the most about the song is her attacking Kanye's smile. I don't give a fuck what you think about mm. Kanye West or his music. When you see a picture of Kanye West smiling... It's as infectious as it gets. It's like it's AIDS, but full of teeth. It's scarier than AIDS. How like how quickly it grabs you. <laughs> is it is that the worst? Is that the least favorite part of the song for you? Like, what's your what's your stance on uh, on the old Taylor's dead? Oh, God, that's so bad, too. 
That's so. But again, she's got to have that shit. Like that's what she does. That's the old Taylor. That's fucking shake it off. That's fucking. Uh, we're never getting back together again. That section is in her previous songs. When she, so when she says the old Taylor is dead, she's doing something like the old Taylor. That's the only part of the song that fucking sounds like old Taylor. Right. Exactly. But that's like if you're trying to say the old Taylor. But that's dead the worst part of old Taylor. <laughs> like the right. so he calls me and he's like I still love you. Yeah. That's the part where like if you're playing it to your friend to impress them, like hey. But, this is a really good song just ignore this you part. turn it down yeah. and like ask them a question and be like so how's the rest of your day oh wait fuck <laughs> and then you turn it back up once that part's over the uh yeah that isn't all her old songs like like what she do is in 22 like with the indie record that's much better than yeah. oh yeah yeah or whatever it is anyway yeah yeah it's like it, that is exactly that that is old taylor but i guess in the other times it was just funny like it was like this like, just with the beat and and the idea surrounding this album or this song at least like, you know, she's trying to be tough yeah. and ne- she's never trying to be tough. It's always like kind of like a whimsical ad- addition. Right. This is like Taylor's trying to sound badass here. But and I believe you said it. She's at least over 50 percent serious and yeah. it just doesn't work. Like but that. we're saying we we're having the conversation before uh, without using any sort of way of quantifying it, which song is more racist between this and Shake It Off. And the the like this sick beat breakdown is way more like copying that sound versus saying like oh taylor swift's dead because that's also in friends the fucking the she's been dead for 10 years thing like that's something that everybody does the this is going to be more racist once the video drops oh yeah. although the shake it off one was pretty widely well that video was like actually racist i actually didn't think it was that bad like like what do you you if you're gonna have at least she's including all the cultures, right? Yeah, like, right. Like, if so. you're going to dance like that, like have have like people who are known for dancing like that, like right. It's like, not like she's culture. trying to do it like with a bunch of sorority. Instead of having like a white Rastafari or something, like actually have somebody from yeah. the country. And, yeah, and like and when she helps. has when she just steals everything from Beyonce, which she's about to do. Like, did you see? Have you seen that? Yes, yeah, I know. Shot? Yeah, yeah. It's, it's, it's when she just something. takes the formation video. It's going to be bad. <laughs> Like the people are going to absolutely hate her. Yeah, every I feel like everybody's rooting for her demise at this point. Uh, but it's never coming. Yeah, I don't know. She, I think she's too good to actually of, like fully go down in flames. This is uh, let this be a lesson to future pop stars though. Like Bieber was never like that sweet. He was always kind of a weird asshole. So then when he fucked up and started acting like a dick, everyone's like. Well, if he comes out of this on the other side, I think we'll be pretty happy for him. But Taylor Swift was so fucking polished and so perfect. And now that she's being an asshole, people are like, hey, fuck you. I want you done. <laughs> but and Bieber also was smart enough to he had the look like he hung around with people of other colors. He had <laughs> cut tons of tattoos like he was still kind of like, all right, he can be a dick. Mm-hmm. Taylor Swift still tries to. Tries to be like the pretty bubblegum. Yeah, it's it's like Bieber fully committed to being a bad boy uh, and then came out of it. It's like and now it feels like Taylor Swift is halfway in on being like a badass. I will say I'm psyched that the platinum blonde hair is gone. Not to objectify. Hated that look for Taylor. Hated that look. Out of all this, I'm like kind of into the look. The new like uh, emo badass look. I mean, she again it's like with uh with like guitar players they're like oh how do i get that person's tone and they'll buy all these fucking guitars and amps and pedals and everything ultimately ultimately it's what it's the person's hands yeah right so if you're a good guitar player you're gonna sound good she's fucking beautiful 
no matter what she does, she's going to look beautiful, even if she goes for like an out there look. Unless it's the platinum blonde hair. That shit sucked. <laughs> All right. Uh, Fidelberg, uh, another update in the show. We miss you. Oh, I miss you guys too. That's very nice. I, I missed you this morning, Pete, until you, uh, DJ, until I read that, like, Welcome to New York is like a good song. Uh, so I, that's where I kind of jumped in and I was like, that song. That stinks. was actually, that was like to Feidelberg and Pete, that part, <laughs> because I know that you guys are both big Welcome to New York sucks guys. And I, th- I, like, I think that song sucks. I wrote it in there. I, I think it's so fucking annoying. But as far as like, like, it's better than Bad Blood and it's everything's better than Shake It Off. Out of the Woods is the one that really fucking sticks in my craw, though. I just, I, hate, check. I just hate Welcome to New York because the album opens with it and it's the most like basic. I just moved to New York and now I'm going to make a which is completely song about it, which is completely stolen from uh, the blessed unrest, Sarah Brellis. Oh, yeah. But she did it actually like in a kind of authentic way. She lived in California for a million years, broke up with her boyfriend, moved to New York and like was inspired by the city, which is fucking and lame, but it was... And, and she didn't name it Welcome to New York. Like, that's the most basic form of being like, I just moved to New York, and right. now I'm just going to write a song about it because this city's awesome. And that's the fucking opening credit song to Secret Life of Pets. Yeah, so if you want to know how fucking garbage that shit is... <laughs> by the way, did, did you see that movie? I did not see that, that movie. movie sucks bad. so bad. This is my 10th fucking meltdown over that shit. The, Rolling uh, Stone called it fucking cute. My here. my problem with your breakdown of it was like you got too analyticsy. Like I, comes, it's a music, trick. When it comes to music, I'm the old guy at the beginning of Moneyball, being like, "How hot's his fucking wife?" The <laughs> uh, it's like I don't care at all about numbers. I'm I'm strictly. You're like that with like everything across the board. I'm what. Yeah. I feel like you're that way with everything across the board. Like you, you talk about that in the sense of, of of movies. Like you're like Fast and the Furious is a goddamn masterpiece. You just take things for their face value, just because you feel it. With with sports, I I do it too, but I at least understand like the the importance of analytics in sports. Where like I get it, I'll listen to someone who knows about it. But with music, like like you were like the songs in C minor, but your be- your brain's begging for yeah, C major or whatever it was. was. So I, I tried like, to I tried that, to man. This song just sucks. No, I'm so, wait. You think that you think that I know places sucks? No, I'm talking. About, I'm talking about Welcome to New York still. Oh, okay, yeah. So, but my thing with that is, and I understand. I understand that. I tried to Fluto that, which is Fluto. If he wants to, can be super fucking technical and X's and O's oriented, and he tries to put it in a way that everybody can fucking understand so what i'm trying to say with that song is like that entire song is setting you up to want to hear something and that's why when you hear the chorus of i know places it's fucking awesome when normally that chorus is fucking lame so that's all i'm trying to say and it's also a fun move to get x's and o's because then people can't correct you I respect that. I do that's like what that I do. With, dude, you that's can what, say I'm smarter than you. That's, that's what fine. I do every time I'm on with fucking Felger when he's like, oh, Krejci had a good game or like Krejci had a shitty game. I just like bring up any fucking specific thing and then you'll be like, well, fuck, I was just mad at the player. <laughs> <laughs> so no, that's what I am with Taylor Swift. Trick. I'm just mad at her. What's that? That's what I am with Taylor Swift. I'm just I'm mad at her. Dude, everyone's going to be fucking mad at her. But again, watch out. The second fucking song, Jack Antonoff got used. Because the second fucking song is going to be like Max Martin, Shellback, Paul McCartney, fucking Kanye's going to be on it. Like Beyonce. And it was just all fucking setting us up. She's doing the uh, the hot tub effect. 
Yeah, she yeah. is. Would anybody really be surprised if Kanye actually appeared on the album? I wouldn't be. Uh, you know what? I think I'd, I'd be pissed. I, I, I didn't buy into all this drama as much as everybody else, but I'd be like, fuck, you made a fool of me, Taylor. Mm-hmm. The I, I heard, rumor, I remember a, a year ago, I um, I like blogged that this was going to be a rap album because there were there were rumors about that, and I was like, no fucking way. I mean, I I I, I think I like kind of wrote it tongue in cheek, being like, she's a dope rapper. I I referenced. Oh, I remember the, that. Yeah, you're like, can't wait to hear these bars. <laughs> yeah, T Pain and T Swizzle song or T Pizzle and T Swizzle, which is actually a dope oh, ass song. I, I yeah. believe. Like, I wish that was. I wish that was a full length song because that that actual song was pretty good. Mm. It's it's really really good. But then I read, like shortly after writing that blog and reading the rumors, I saw like her and Drake were working together. So like, I wouldn't be surprised if Drake popped up on this. That wouldn't surprise me at all. Kanye would. So like that's not cool then. That's fucking lame. I mean, it's more. It, it, I feel like the, the it's better than the, Jack Antonoff. The end result of Taylor Swift and Drake is the the ceiling there is probably higher than Taylor Swift working with Kanye. If Taylor Swift works with Drake, actually, it's probably going to sound like Heim. Like every song will probably sound like right now or something. I'd be okay yeah. with that. Yeah. Uh, I'd definitely be a for a Taylor Swift and Drake collaboration. I don't think I'd like her and Kanye. I'd hate the fuck out of her and Katy Perry. I still fear that there's something coming Sunday night with those two. Like you can't premiere on the VMAs a song where your hated rival is hosting without like some kind of connection. Dude, t- like Katy Perry is kind of fading here. She, oh, she, she just canceled her whole tour, right? Yeah, because no one's buying tickets. Yeah, it was like they claimed it was for some other reason, but like tickets were available for nine dollars. Yeah, Jesus, she fell off hard. Yeah, well, she's not that fucking good. 